Today on Building the Bakken. North Dakota has got pretty strong regulations on well integrity and the pipe and the concrete and the steel layers. We have very little regulatory or any authorities to document where the wells are built. And I think you'll see that Canada is going to push pretty hard on the administration and say, look, it's been more than five years. We need a decision. Your opinion, I guess, on uh, the role of a regulator. Do we have one in North Dakota? <laughs> From the epicenter of the nation's economy, North Dakota. Crude oil, 100 million years in the making. This was brought out of the ground about three days ago. It's just now seeing the light of day for the first time in 100 million years. The Bakken Formation is transforming the way people live and do business. I work in the oil field up in the Kildare Mountains. It is snowing. Been snowing here for about an hour to hour and a half. Visibility is quarter to a half a mile. Each week, host Jason Spies leads headline-making interviews with industry voices and oil field newsmakers. Ed Schaefer, former Governor Schaefer, how are you doing today, sir? I'm great, I'm great. How are you doing, Jason? Good to be on air with you. Building the Bakken is about the people, the culture, and the community. I sleep in the back of my Dodge Ram pickup. Yeah, nine days, out there 24-7, no shower, you know, no anything. The host of Building the Bakken, Jason Spies. You like fine wine, you love fine oil. Welcome to Building the Bakken. I'm your host, Jason Spies. Building the Bakken is an energy news magazine program dedicated to living and working in the Bakken oil fields. Building the Bakken can be heard every week at this time on this radio station. To see if a radio station in your listening area carries Building the Bakken, visit our website, www.buildingthebakken.com and click on the Media Network page. Building the Bakken would like to welcome 93.9 KXDI-FM Dickinson, better known as I-94-FM Country, to the Building the Bakken Media Network. I-94 has a country music format serving the western and central North Dakota areas as well as eastern Montana. The station is owned by the Marks Radio Group. KXDI has an extremely large signal that booms across the entire Bakken oil fields. Host of Wild Bill in the Morning, I-94FM, recently launched a new website. I invite you folks to check it out. Their new website can be found at www.kxdiradio.com. Of course, it is always linked up at our Building the Bakken Media Network page. In addition to being the host of Building the Bakken, I'm also a featured writer for the Bismarck Tribune's Bakken Breakout Weekly and the Bakken Breakout Magazine. This month, I've penned a feature story for the Bakken Breakout Magazine, The Technology of the Bakken. Also, I am a featured columnist for The Drill, an oil publication distributed by the Dickinson Press. I invite you folks to pick up a copy of The Drill, the Bakken Breakout Weekly, or the Bakken Breakout Magazine. Of course, past columns and articles can be found on our website, buildingthebakken.com. On today's episode of Building the Bakken, we talk with Comply365 CEO Kerry Frank. We also talk wildlife in the Bakken with U.S. fish and wildlife expert John Cooper and the president of the North Dakota chapter for the Wildlife Society, John McEnroe. Also, we focus on development within the Bakken. We talk with the vice president of J.E. Dunn Construction, Todd Schilling, Brett Roselle of Bakken Contracting, and Epic Engineer owner, Corey Walker. All that, plus an update on the Keystone XL pipeline from U.S. Senator John Hoven. But first, a word from our sponsors. But now that's over, knee deep in clover, I will be found.
As the Black Hills becomes busier with oil and gas professionals, researching the Tyler or traveling through to the Bakken, I'd like you folks to remember the recipient of the 2013 TripAdvisor Certificate of Excellence Award, the Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota. That's where I stay when I go to the Black Hills. Quick, easy access to Deadwood, Belfouche, and Rapid City. The Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota has a retractable roof over their pool and hot tub area. The retractable roof is a one-of-a-kind for this region. Comfortable beds, friendly staff, and a free breakfast with Wi-Fi. The Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota also accommodates to RV parking, business and family friendly. For more information on the Super 8 of Spearfish, South Dakota, call 605-642-4721. That's 605-642-4721. Or visit our website, buildingthebakken.com. We have their information linked up. That's the Super 8 in Spearfish, South Dakota. Welcome back to Building the Bakken. I'm your host, Jason Spies. In this next segment, we catch up with U.S. Senator John Hoven to find out the latest on the Keystone XL Pipeline. So you'll see that the environmental impact statement comes out this afternoon and it's a step forward from the standpoint that it still shows that there's no reason not to approve the project and move forward after more than five years that's positive but on the other side it's more vague so it continues to give the administration uh, the ability to delay the project and it appears they want to defeat the project by just continuing to delay it. So we have to keep the pressure on, and that's what we're working to do through Congress. But also, there'll be a summit later this month between the Prime Minister of Canada, uh, Stephen Harper, uh, the President of Mexico, uh, Nieto, and President Obama, and I think you'll see that Canada is going to push pretty hard on the administration and say, look, it's been more than five years. We need a decision. Look, this is a pipeline that will move more than 100,000 barrels a day of North Dakota crude that currently has to go by rail. That just means lower cost. Also takes congestion not only off rail, but off roads in western North Dakota. You're talking 500 truckloads a day that helps us with congestion in uh, western North Dakota highways. Also look what's happened with rail. You know, you've got so much product moving. We we need infrastructure. We need pipelines. We're still going to move product by rail, but we need pipelines, rail, and trucks in the right balance to do this as effectively and as safely as possible. Uh, BLM Streamline Act saw release, uh, release indicating record bids. How you doing? Uh, record bid amounts yesterday. Uh, your comments on the BLM Act and how those bids are related? Well, the legislation we put together enables BLM to permit wells and do the work to actually have energy production on Bureau of Land and Reclamation, uh, Bureau of Land Management lands as well as tribal lands. So what you're going to see is the ability now to go in and have companies, more companies bidding to develop the energy resources on those public lands. And that's, you know, you're seeing the results already. Uh, They had record uh, revenue for the federal government from energy development on federal lands. And so already you're seeing the impact. That not only helps us in terms of getting energy independence for this country, that helps the taxpayer because that's revenue that goes to the federal government to reduce the uh, deficit and the debt 
without higher taxes. Read a release from Tex Hall indicating the amount of flaring on the reservation. Spoke with David Williams, CEO of Missouri River Resources. He commented about how different it is to do business on the reservation than, say, North Dakota or other states. Does the BLM Act uh, improve or enhance the uh, reservation doing business with the oil companies? Right. It will help because it gives the BLM more resources to work uh, on reservation with the tribal government to develop those resources, not only a good, safe way, but to do it, you know, more uh, expeditiously so they're not tied up in red tape or, you know, bureaucracy. One question about the farm bill, if I could. Livestock freeze situation, was that addressed at all? We have affiliates on in western South Dakota as well as eastern Wyoming and Montana. Did the um, livestock freeze of last fall, winter come up in the farm bill? Oh, that was a huge issue, and that's why I talked about how strong the provisions are for livestock in the new farm bill. Under the livestock indemnity program, those ranchers can get Uh, reimbursed now for 75% of the loss they had from cattle death in that storm up to an individual limit of 125,000. So we really enhanced that program and it applies to them, you know, for this past year. And and that coverage wasn't there. It expired. So this is a lifeline that they really needed and I think it's going to make the difference between some of them staying in business, continuing uh, continuing to ranch versus going out of business. Senator, thank you much. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for coming on. And that was U.S. Senator John Hoven. To listen to the entire interview or to listen to the Keystone XL press conference, visit our website, www.buildingthebakken.com.